Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to DigitallyDownloaded.net uh, with the Digitally Uploaded podcast. My name is Alan, I'll be your host for the week. That's pretty exciting. With me today, I have Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello. Yeah. How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty all right. I'm all right. It's a, it's a morning again, but we'll, we'll push past that. And with us as well, we have Ginny. Hello. Hey, y'all. Here to make everything uncomfortably sexual. And with an American accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cat girl stuff everywhere. 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 It's just been flying out of the ceiling. Yeah. Um, so we're going to like do a little bit of news stuff first while we're all still here. Um, Resident Evil 2 has been uh, shown off a bit more detail with both Sherry and Claire, which is fantastic. And the game looks fantastic. And if you've not seen it yet, the way that they have modeled the new Birkin um, is freaking cool. It's real cool. The game looks great. I'm so excited. It's the first game I've pre-ordered in a very long time. So it doesn't, doesn't look much like Resident Evil 2. I, like, it makes me think of what little baby me was thinking RE2 looked like. Because <laughs> I was, I was I always mean, imagining it, it looked, being it, like, oh my gosh, this is a spooky monster boy. And I would like get really excited about that. But now it's more like I have to see the spooky monster boy. It's good. It, it does look good, but it looks like Resident Evil Revelations Resident Evil 2, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. That sounds great. <laughs> to me? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Res- Resident Evil Revelations was alright. The second one was not very good, but what? the original was alright. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I- I'm looking forward to the remake, I guess. I'll give Capcom a chance. Half the time they screw up with me but with that series, but I'll give them a chance with this one, Alan. Gun Survivor was the best game. Be <laughs> Gun Survivor is the only game in the canon anymore, I feel. <laughs> alright, Matt, what's been happening? Alright. Yeah, so for me, I liked the new that's doing something that they're actually good at um because the last game that supermassive games produced was bravo team which was that vr game which was absolutely dismal it was terrible it was one of the worst things i've ever played so i was pretty down on supermassive games but at gamescom they've announced that they're doing a series of horror games which looks like it's um inspired if not a extension on what they did with until dawn and until dawn was pretty damn good yeah. So yeah, I'm looking good. forward to this. It's a great game. Yeah, it was really good. It was good fun. Um, so this this series is called what's it called? It's called the Dark Pictures, and it's going to be like a trilogy, I think, of three games. Mm-hmm. And the first one is called Man of Medan or Medan or yeah, I don't know how to say it. But anyway, <laughs> but it's it's apparently like it's a bunch of hot young things go diving for a World War Two wreck, and then things go a bit crazy and stuff, which means it would probably be. Well, it'd be like that kind of 80s 90s big grade horror vibe thing which is exactly what until dawn was and as a person that grew up watching 80s and 90s horror films like friday the 13th and halloween and stuff i'm always up for more of that so good on supermassive games and well done for bouncing from bravo team mm. it also just looks really good too like they're using the same tech from until it dawn. does and it looks fantastic it's very it does very cool. it does it really does and it, for people who don't have a PlayStation, this will be the first one. I mean, Until Dawn was a PlayStation exclusive. This mm. one's actually going to be released on Xbox and um, PC as well. So everybody gets to play, which is good. It's very exciting. And Ginny, what's been happening with you? Um, so because I am, I am super pro Nintendo and love Nintendo, and I'm so surprised that Nintendo hasn't sponsored me yet. 
because I love Nintendo so much. <laughs> Nintendo give me money. <laughs> and so publicly. Um, so I was reading in Forbes recently that um, in terms of video game sales um, for July across consoles in general, Nintendo has the best-selling video game of July, which was Octopath Traveler. Duh. That was the best-selling game? Of July, yeah. That's fantastic. Good on them. Yeah, and out of the 20 best-selling games of July, Nintendo has well over five titles in there available on the Switch. So add that list, Nintendo has Mario Kart 8, which was the third best-selling game in July. Um, Breath of the Wild was the fifth best-selling game in July for some reason. After so strange. A, yeah, after release. And Super Mario Odyssey was number seven on that list. With was Mario there a price drop? Being 10. I don't know. I think maybe just people buying more Switches as people announce, as like, you know, as more ports are being announced, like, you know, we've now got Diablo 3 confirmed for the Switch. Yeah. And Saints Row the third of yeah, all bloody games. Random choice, but also Switch, because that game is fantastic. Yeah. And I think like just people, I guess, being more confident that the Switch is, I guess, the console of Nintendo's future, like playing all these old ports that I think are strategically, I guess, announced because they were really popular games when they were released. I think people are probably buying Switches and going, oh, what's a really classic or good Switch game? And I don't know. I guess the guy EB Games is going, oh, Breath of the Wild, you know? So maybe that's why it's so popular. But yeah, no, Nintendo's doing really well, you know, smashing it right out of the park with the sales. So also, yeah. I think people are probably buying the Switches because Smash Brothers is coming up. Yeah, also that. that. Is also true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And people are starting to get more news about it and they know that it's going to be good and stuff. So yeah. It's and getting ready for Christmas. Only tripping. Yeah. The game is only about tripping. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah. And I think with that, we'll move into some music and then come back and have a bit of a chat about the games coming up in this month. Stay tuned, everyone. Okay, light music.
And welcome back, everyone. So it's going to be a big month this month, actually. We've got a lot of games coming out, and I believe that Matt's dying now. Um, <laughs> I am dying a little bit. <laughs> um, so, Matt, you've got um, I'm assuming. And we shall yes, I've got this. We'll go through it together. Yeah. Isn't that exciting. Yeah. The stuff that comes out in September. Um, we'll start with the Switch, shall we? Sure. So September 4 is God Wars, the complete legend, which is great. That's the God Wars that came out on PS4 um, a couple of years ago, plus the massive DLC thing that gets added in as well. Um, you're looking at like 150 hours of good solid tactics RPG with that one. Um, what else we got? Gone Home comes out on September 6. I know everybody's already played that by now, but... Yeah, having no. I feel like if you haven't played that game already, you've been living under a rock for the last eight or nine years. So good on you for being alive. (laughs) But now it's on Switch, which is nice. It's always nice to have stuff on Switch. Uh, SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy, which is the old girl, uh, very fan servicey fighting game that comes out on September seven, and that has Ginny very excited. I know. Senran Kagura Reflections comes out on September 13, and that's the uh, massage mini game thing. Which, God. yeah, yeah, <laughs> with the Senran Kagura girls, yeah. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 has a big DLC thingy coming out on September 14, which is good for people who are still playing that game. Not me, but other people, All I guess. Three of you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Labyrinth of Labyrinth of Refrain comes out on September 18, which is a dungeon crawler from Nipponichi, which should be pretty good if you like the wizardry style of dungeon crawler, which I do. Uh, Broken Sword 5 comes out on September 21, which is good. It's good to see Ubisoft still supporting Broken Sword. Valkyria Chronicles 4 comes out on September 25, and that looks absolutely yeah. brilliant. It's yeah. good. Those games are great. Uh, mm. And then... Uh, the Switch gets FIFA 19 at the same time as everybody else this year, so that comes out on September 28, which you is great. You missed out and the world ends with you. Final remix. It's returning. Uh, does does that it... come out in September, does it? Yep, it's not on my list. How is it not on my list? Yes, that's a very exciting thing too. Yeah. Very exciting. Super Neptunia RPG, apparently. What? Super Neptunia RPG is apparently a thing. Surprised you didn't bring that up. I <laughs> thought that was... October? Mm. I think that's October there, Alan. It might be. All no, right. that's been pushed that's been pushed back to next year, actually. Oh god. So I think okay. was, Yeah, I think that was planned for September, but they pushed it back to 2019. Oh, so that's... you don't need to worry about that one, but that would be very good if it was coming out. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, let's have a look at some PlayStation games. Actually, what do you think about those, Ginny? Is there any in that list for the Switch as the resident Switch fanatic that you're big on? We've lost Ginny, I think. <laughs> we have. We've lost Ginny. Technical problems. Oh, dear. That's no good. All right. So, Alan. Yeah. So, um, I'm personally quite excited to see what FIFA 19 does on Switch because FIFA 18 is not very good, unfortunately. Um, I want to see what they do with it and if they actually have any changes uh, in the future. But, you know, I'm not expecting the world. I'll still probably end up buying it on the PS4 because it's easier for me to play with friends. But... Seems good, and the fact and that Borderlands with you is coming out as well is very cool. Yeah, I, I think the Switch version of FIFA won't use the um, Frostbite engine either. Which uh, the I'm not going to buy PlayStation it. One will. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it, it's it's a different it's a different version. Let's put it that way. Mm. Um, it's also Dragon Ball Fighter Z as well. 
which is coming out on Switch, oh, which is exciting. Good. That is, yes. Yeah, that's a really good yes. game if you can deal with the fact that 90% of the cast is Goku. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've slowly soured on that game's roster very, very fast. Because at launch, it was still kind of like, yeah, there were a couple of Gokus, but now there's like mostly Goku. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm probably not going to be bothering with the um, the Switch one. To yeah. be honest, the Switch version. I haven't actually played the PS4 one since I actually reviewed it, so okay. not my favorite fighting game, unfortunately. And with um, with Blade Strangers and SNK Heroines coming out early this month, um, or mm. late. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Blade Strangers comes out at the end of this month, yeah, and then. <clears throat> SNK Heroines comes out early next month. So between those two, I'll be set for fighting games for the next month anyway. Sure. Uh, let's go have a look at the PlayStation 4 because it has a lot of great stuff as well. Uh, September 4 brings uh, 4-2-8 Shibuya Scramble, which is a FMV-style visual novel thing, which looks really weird but really good by Spike Chunsoft. Mm-hmm. Uh, September 4 also brings Dragon Quest XI yeah. off an elusive age, which is exciting. Very exciting. I can't talk too much about it because under embargoes, but yeah, get excited for that one. Um, you can also play God Wars, um, the complete edition thing on PlayStation 4 if you prefer. If you missed the original release, same goes with SNK Heroines. Uh, NBA, if you're into basketball, both and of those Spider-Man. land... Spider-Man. Oh, I miss Spider-Man. That comes out on September 7. Yeah. September 7 brings Spider-Man, NBA, and NBA, and NASCAR. So if you're into the dude bro, you're well and truly set on September 7 yeah. next month. It's exciting. Well and truly. Shadows of the Tomb Raider comes out on September 12. Which As does good for NHL people. 19. Yeah. <laughs> I've got that down to September 14. But anyway, same oh, week, which really? is good. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Transference looks pretty damn good, actually. That's a PlayStation VR compatible game that comes out on September 18. Uh, as does, well, not as does, actually, yes, as does Labyrinth of Re- Refrain, if you would rather play it on PS4 than Switch. What else have we got? Lots of stuff. Valkyria Chronicles also gets yeah. a release on PlayStation 4, which is cool. Paw Patrol um, on a roll's coming out. <laughs> oh, that's the most exciting game of all. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically... <laughs> we can quit the site now. We've made it. <laughs> oh, and yeah. right at the end of the month, Life is Strange 2. Oh, yeah. Which should be very exciting because Life is Strange was a great game mm. and uh, the looks pretty damn good as well. Yeah, so there's a lot of really interesting sort of games in that in this month, actually. I was surprised by the quality. It's <laughs> going to be a busy month, I think. Mm. Just yeah. a slightly smallish one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, unfortunately, the games are also big too. Like, yeah, I was thinking like because... you've got Dragon Quest Eleven, you've got Tomb Raider, you've got you know Spider Man, you've got Valkyria Chronicles, and you've got Life is Strange in the same month. And then yeah, and then the smaller RPGs as well, like God Wars and Labyrinth yeah. of Refrain and all of that. Between them all, you're looking at many, many, many dozens of hours of gameplays. Which mm. yeah, <laughs> but what about Spyro? It's good for Spyro is dead. What? Oh, yeah, that's being delayed to November, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Byro died in a fire. Oh, how oh Ginny's back from her technical issues. Hello, Ginny. Hi. Sorry. Um, I, I am back. I had a great oh. intro. I had a great intro for you because we were talking about SNK Heroines, and I was like, Ginny's very excited about this, and then you didn't answer, so I felt bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no I, I am very excited <laughs> for it, um, both in, like, safer work and not safer work ways. But, um, 
Yeah, no, it's it's good. Um, I don't really, I don't play many fighting games outside of DOA. Um, and <laughs> why does this not surprise me? Look, I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not like an FGC expert. You know, I'm out, I'm not out here playing a lot of Tekken, for example. Um, Tekken, So definitely not out here playing Mortal Kombat or anything. So I've got a very specific niche, and SNK Heroines, I think, plays into all of my particular niches. Um, so, and it's gonna be on the Switch. Yay, Switch! Yeah. So Switch. I am super into anything that I can play on the Switch. And anything I can play on the bus that might creep out some weird conservative lady sitting behind me, then amazing. That's pleasant. Yeah, the, the Switch is getting good for that stuff. I know. Really it's mostly that stuff at this point, and I don't understand. <laughs> oh, um, also it's, Hollow Knight DLC got released as well. Oh, so really? if you play Hollow Knight, right? Yeah, it's like you've got four different packs now of extra content, which is fantastic. Yeah, that game is, is dope. That game is also like freaking great now. Like it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's also perfect for Switch. Would you, would you say it's art, Alan? I would say it's art. Have you played it, Matt? No. Oh my god. You'd like it. Why would I play a platformer? It's not a. It's a Metroidvania game. With like the yeah, most. Yeah, that's gorgeous. even worse. Why do you hate fun? Yeah. Why do you Why do you hate these things, Matt? Like I don't usually agree with Alan, I, I, but <laughs> I, I don't do Metroid Metroidvania. Metroid. <laughs> but this is a good I, I Metroidvania. Just... It's real good. I can't do that. It's very pretty. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. I take your word for it, and it's very Australian, which is great. It's made in Adelaide. The music is great as well. The atmosphere is amazing. I spent so long. I took a screenshot of the game and just had it running in the background. And I tried to like copy the drawing style, and that was like an hour and a half of my life just sitting and watching and listening to this music. It was it's wonderful. So nice. It's a very good. I'm all over that stuff, but I just can't do Metro Benny's. I'm sorry. To the developers, man, I man just they're very upset now. You've just ruined they, four they, people's they lives. <laughs> my my one sale that they won't get will absolutely cripple their business. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Well, I reckon we move yeah. on and just say that we can play some holiday music here, so Matt will cry. Yeah, let's, yeah. Do, some holiday, holiday let's do that. Music. Yeah.
And welcome back. That was some wonderful music from Hollow Knight. Again, if you have not played that game, you really should. Even if you don't happen to like Metroidvanias, which is going to be a little topic of this morning, I guess. So I have realized that I unconditionally love pretty much every sports game. But being on digitallydownloaded.net, the majority of games are, how to, how to put it nicely. Um, Ginny, can you help me out here? <laughs> um, what Alan's trying to say is he may be in the minority for loving sports games at DDNet. But um, I don't know where that comes from. I love sports games. Okay, I'll, I'll rephrase. I'm playing, I'm playing F1 2018 okay. right now. It's great. I will rephrase the prevailing <laughs> sense great. of the prevailing sense of enthusiasm at DDNet is is geared towards the ninth wonder of the world, also known as titty games. Yeah, there we go. Thank you for that description. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I needed my lawyer team to help me out. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually funny. It's like. Every time we start talking about a game, um, Alan now assumes it's like a, a titty game, and he's oh, like, is it, "Am I usually wrong though?" That's the question I need to ask. Well, you. <laughs> it is because because I'm like, I, I was all, all week I've been raving on about Bad North, um, and I was like, "Alan, you got to play Bad North," and he's like, "Why? What's that?" And he was obviously assuming it was a titty game, but you know, oh, that because would be weird. most of the time it is. <laughs> and every time I see a name of the game that I don't immediately recognize as like gun war or something even with gun war i feel like that could be a titty game like <laughs> i feel like most of the time i'm leaning towards the idea that any game that you suggest towards me is going to have some form of anime breasts and i don't know how to feel about that i just don't know what to do so <laughs> on that note Ginny, what, what's the genre of games that um, you happen to love uh unconditionally i think it was like very obvious when i gave you that in intro disclaimer <laughs> but um, I'm gonna refine that a bit more because it's not actually it's not actually about the percentage of tit. You know, I just want to make that really clear. We got the correct tit ratio here. It's it's not about the tit to bikini ratio, which is what yeah. It's because she's think. also she's also about the the legs and the butt and everything else. It's well, not just about <laughs> apart from that, I think specifically my most favorite subset of the overall titty game phenomena, which is um i guess you know happening um it would i like brawler brawler style games like the traditional senran kagura games are probably my, my favorite quote-unquote titty games to have um even though dead or alive exists and i acknowledge it and i've spent a lot of money on dlc let's not even go there but um, <laughs> the main draw for me is when a game has aesthetically pleasing elements and also has like good mechanics behind it which the senran kagura games have other games that are primarily focused on bosoms don't have that same kind of insight and mechanical design so <laughs> i love that you're like talking about like well some games just don't play well enough and the tits just aren't good enough well that is exactly that is, that is, she's a, that is a quality concern yeah that is a quality i am that is a quality that is a quality concern you know from my perspective so <laughs> jesus Christ. So that's this podcast I... is not safe for anyone. No, so that's where I sit on that spectrum, I suppose. Yeah. And we all. We so all here's the question: to me, Would you? Would you? That. Would you be a fan of? Would you be a fan of brawlers if they didn't have the boobs? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
That's a hard silence. question. I think I, I think I've asked the hardest question that Ginny's ever been asked. Oh damn. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, if it was Senran Kagura with like oh, dudes or like animals or whatever, I'd still play that shit. It would be it would be funnier because I did, I'm I'm imagining the exact same like clothes ripping mechanics just without women in it. <laughs> And well, no, I'm, I'm talking more like me. I don't know if they were to revive Double Dragon as like a brawler thing. Oh yeah, a bit no, like I, I would brawler. play that. You mean if they were if they were going to like give the if they were going to give brawlers the new Dead or Alive treatment and make them like serious and shit? And or like, they just you know other other brawlers that aren't aren't about boobs. Like I don't know, ham that hamster one that was announced last week as well. Like, it's like a brawler thing. Yeah, so we're gonna add tits to the hamster. That'll be really good. No, that's the point. It doesn't have tits. Uh, uh, would you be interested in it because it's Yeah, like I a, would totally I would totally play hamster dev, even though there are no titties in it, because I think hamsters are fucking adorable. And yeah, <laughs> I would play that shit. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to look at the hamster and be like, you know, let's slap some double Ds on that bitch. Like, that's not what I'm no, thinking. Someone definitely is thinking that, though. <laughs> I mean, you, but you can dress the hamster up. So, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some weird-ass fan art on the internet when that happens. But it looks good. It's coming on the Switch. I love, you know, brawling, punching things. So, yeah, even if it was a brawler without titties, I would still play it and still champion it. So, mm. yeah. Right. Hmm. Well, for for me, uh, I mean, obviously, I, I like anything that has J in front of RPG. Um, <laughs> just just as a rule of thumb, if it's a JRPG, I've probably played it, if not been interested in it, if not absolutely loved it. Um, but the one that I guess I, I probably don't talk about quite as much is fighting games. I love fighting games. Um, I'm not very good at them. In fact, I'm pretty terrible at them, but I do love them. And people think that the only fighting game I like is Dead or Alive because of, uh, you know, reasons. Similar reasons um, to Ginny. <laughs> yeah. And I will say, actually, just as a quick aside, I'm very happy that the Dead or Alive 6 announcements at Gamescom gave me some faith back in that game because it has tentacles. And we all know what tentacles mean. <laughs> um, so, you know, there's hope no for... longer safe. <laughs> There is hope for there is hope for that series. Yet. Yeah, there there's hope for fans. <laughs> and yeah, but um, yeah, I actually like fighting games, and people don't realize I, I love you know I love Mortal Kombat. Uh, I played Mortal Kombat a lot. I like Injustice. Oh um, damn! Really? Holy! Yeah, I do. I do like. I do Just like. Who has the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in it though? How can you not like that? Uh, because it's got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not necessarily a fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but yeah, I, I just like fighting games. I like the way that they work, and um, they're easy to play for short periods of time, which is good. Yeah. Because I often just want to fill some time, and rather than try and... I mean, when my other favorite genre is JRPGs, and if you're not sitting down for at least two hours, there's just no point. Having a game, like a fighting game, which I can sit down for five minutes and play and enjoy is a, is a good thing. So, yeah. Uh, it's not just about Dead or Alive for me, although Dead or Alive is certainly my favorite fighting game by a significant margin. Um, mm. Yeah. As for genres I don't like and will never touch is Metroidvanias. Don't wow. Like not even one? Zero. You won't even give? No. You won't I even honestly give. have... Uh, you won't I even honestly have not... side a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have never actually been interested in playing a Metroidvania, and when have I have played, played that, I've never actually... I have played Chaos Story for like an hour and didn't like it much. Oh, 
but you're wrong. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just not a genre that does anything for me. I don't, I mean, Symphony of the Night being the origin of the Metroidvania, I guess, uh, I kind of got along with that one well enough. But other than that, I just haven't been that interested in the genre. I think it's the Metroid side of things that I don't like. I don't like backtracking in games and having stuff locked off to me. If I can see something, I want to be able to access it kind of straight away. Um, well, did you and, play the new Prey? Sorry, that, which one? The new Prey that came out in I have not last played year. Prey, no. You might like that more. Because it's like fairly light Metroidvania elements. It's pretty... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Are we talking okay. about the Bethesda game? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> censored. <laughs> Alan, when have I ever liked a Bethesda game that's not Elder Scrolls? Um, uh, what about any of the Fallout games? New Vegas? No, he hasn't played no, them. I don't, they don't understand. Oh, right, I've right. I've played them right. all. I've played all the Fallouts. You've played what? Fallout New Vegas and you didn't, and you like, didn't it. like it? Yeah, I wasn't a fan. This it's is so uncanny. for you. This is so uncanny. The, the, I'm the, relating the to Alan. Yeah. The, the, the setting doesn't kind of work for me. I'm not... What? The post-apocalyptic uh, thing isn't... Uh, it doesn't do uh, it for me. My brain... But I'm the, sorry. The writing I'm is just... like the best writing in any video game. <laughs> like, what? I like, I like Obsidian enough, and uh, New Vegas was good as far as Fallout goes. But yeah, it's just not not my series. Matt. I don't have anything against it. I just yeah, it's just not my thing. Well, at least he's not saying that he hates it. Like, you know, yeah. he's giving it a shot. He's not like, fuck Fallout it's not New like Vegas. It's, you know, it's not like Dishonored or something which I aggressively dislike. Um, why do you not like Dishonored? It's a fun game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to leave that barrel of worms. Yeah. A can of worms in what's like a full barrel at this point. Um, we're going to play some music, I reckon. What do we, what do we want to do? Let's Dead or Alive music. Okay. Uh, the music from the Tentacle trailer. <laughs> Alan, Alan, Alan just logs off. He's like, like this. <laughs> It's only gonna get worse as well. Alright, yeah. see you everyone soon. <laughs>
And welcome back to me being silent for roughly the next 10 to 15 minutes. Um, so can can you talk about what we're going to talk about, Matt? Because I got no idea. Um, I've got <laughs> zero understanding of this concept right now. Yeah, I can. Um, so Neko Para came out this week on Nintendo Switch, which is neat uh, in, in Australia. I know it's been out in America for a while, mm -hmm. but it was released in Australia, which is good, which means I've started to play it for the first time. And... The, I, I guess the idea for this this section came from the fact that Neko Parrot on the Switch has obviously been censored. Um, the the original version of it on PC has a lot of adult scenes in it, and the Switch version obviously removes those because Nintendo doesn't approve of that kind of stuff. And it's actually a fairly common trend. There's actually quite a few games that have been released that originally had a lot of uh, adult stuff in them, or originally outright pornographic games. And by the time they come to console, they've actually reworked them so that they're appropriate for a broader audience, I guess is a way to put it. Um, so games like Ayusenki, uh, Utawara Ramono, which is a really great series on the PS4. Uh, even the Fate series started out as um, adult games, or the first one was an adult game. And then by the time it's, now that it's a major kind of mainstream series, it's, it's not anymore. And so the reason that this section is whether those kind of games lose a bit by removing those adult scenes, because, yeah, I don't know, Ginny, you've played the adult version of Neko Para. Um, <laughs> do you sounds... think that if it was to remove the, if it was to remove those, those sex scenes, would it be, would it be a lesser game? Do you think if you were to play the Switch version, would you think it's not the same experience? Um. Well, first of all, uh, yeah, I have played the beige <laughs> version. Um, uh, and I think that it's a different feel to it, if that makes sense. <laughs> I've never heard anyone dance around this as hard as you are. <laughs> like, I mean, I... I have played it on the Switch as well, not gone as far, aka not finished it on the Switch, whereas I finished volume, the volume on the PC. And um, I I think the difference, obviously, is that there's, there's H animation in the Steam PC version, which means it's not just the H picture, there is H animation, oh. which... <laughs> is mm. a little bit different and kind of crosses that extra line. I mean, obviously there's still CG where they hide, you know, different body parts and stuff because that's what Japan does in pornographic or semi-pornographic material. Um, but there are probably about three significant H scenes in each of the volumes, which obviously you're not going to get in the Switch version. I don't think it takes away from the people that enjoy the story behind Nekopara, which is actually quite safe and quite tame. It's got some innuendo in it, but like I think as Matt has found initially, they'll say things like, oh, we're just snuggling when in, you know, the PC version, it's like a, an H scene with nudity. So you're not really losing anything by not seeing the, uh, you know, the explicit stuff. If you have the game on the Switch and you think that the whole like running the cafe with my cat girls concept is quite cute and adorable, then feel free to keep it that way by not touching the Steam version at all. <laughs> well, um, that's the thing. It's like um, the the Switch version I've been playing, and like I said, it's my first experience of Necropara, and 
it seems very sweet and kind yeah, of cute and innocent yeah. even um, it's definitely not in terms, of, <laughs> in terms of its tone it seems very very innocent um and i just wondered you know if i played the pc version if it would kind of ruin that impression i have of the game um based on that it would and make it feel a lot less innocent it definitely would make it feel less <laughs> innocent. um but i find it quite interesting though that as in like an aside like when you play through all of them and i assume matt will at this point um because oh, i think they're all going to come to the switch I, I hope so they would do um it's just the law that they've created around this whole cat girl situation is really impressive they could have just been like oh this is happening in like regular earth but they've like come up with like legislation in the game which basically provides for these cat girls in this universe and like all these different like social structures and stratifications and like all this in-game lore about how they came about and that's really interesting so <laughs> well that's kind of the thing isn't it it's like a lot of these games people uh, immediately dismiss as being just pornographic games but once yeah. you actually dig into them there's a lot more to them um, I mean, Fate's another great example. The original game yeah. being into them. <laughs> the, the, original, the original Fate having having the sex scenes and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I, I think originally quite a few people just kind of dismissed it, but then then the anime came and um, the other games since have not had that kind of element to it, and yeah. people have realised that there's actually a lot to Fate, and now it's one of the major kind of anime franchises in Japan um and the, the mobile games earning like a billion dollars a year which is ridiculous um another good example is utawara ramono which i mentioned um you can get the censored versions uh, of, of the two games to date on the ps4 and yeah again it's i haven't played the original pc so i don't know what the the h scenes are like but I, there's a lot to those games mm-hmm. even without it that I don't know. I, I can't think of too many times where I felt like I'm missing out because I know that there are H scenes that are not in the version I'm playing. Oh yeah, um, I don't think at all that you're missing out on, on the core experience by not having the H scenes there. But if you played the H like the H version first, and then maybe you bought the Switch one or the censored one, you might be like, oh, actually, there's quite a bit of content that's missing. But I don't think if you start with the uncensored version you don't feel at all like you're actually missing anything important to the story. Because obviously it's all mostly gratuitous hentai. It's not like important to the development of any of these characters that they're going through this right now. <laughs> so, you know, like I don't think a shower scene is pivotal to their character development or anything. So you're not really missing out on anything <laughs> by not seeing that. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, it could actually change the tone of the game anyway. It, it, like could, a, it could, it could, it could make it, it a little bit cheaper, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Great. it's a bit different to actual <laughs> pornographic games or whatever, um, where you couldn't exactly remove that content. Yeah, um, for sure. Of which there are a few, I guess. But yeah. Video games. On that note. Video games. <laughs> Alan Alan has been very quiet, but you should play some of these, Alan. I absolutely will not. <laughs> just just play the, play the censored version on the Switch. No, because it means Why? I have to buy it. <laughs> I don't want that. It's cheap. It's like, it's like 20 bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks I can spend on the Sexy Brutal currently in special for $15. In the but new you version. already have the Sexy Brutal. You already do, but now I can have it on my go. Oh, bless. Well, Nick Aparo is pretty sexy and pretty brutal. I don't want those two things and also porn. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I don't know if I would call it like brutal, like the sexy part, yeah, but he's pretty nice to the cat girls, you know, there's no like SM stuff going on. He's very nice to them. Yeah, he's he a very is. good owner. He is very he's responsible. A good, he's, a good, he's a good sort. Yeah, fiscally I responsible. I hate this beyond nothing <laughs> I can explain. Alan, you should play some of these games. They're great. I won't. They're great. Visual novels, they're good. No. No, I'm absolutely not. I have zero interest in this. If I want porn, I can just go to the internet. But it's not porn. The Switch one is not porn. It's basically yeah, there's nothing like, to play. Yeah, it's just heavily implied and suggested. Oh, lightly, lightly implied, I'd say. The snuggling thing, you know, is kind of either which way. <laughs> All right. Kind well, of. I'm still not going to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My new goal in life is to get Alan to play some visual novels. I'm not going to do it. I won't. What about some you good play, ones? Play Utawara Ramono on the... That's also a porn. On the PS4. <laughs> no, play Hakuoki. That's not a porn. Hakuoki is not porn at all. There's no H version of it out there. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Hakuoki yeah, is yeah. pure. It's great. It makes me feel very uncomfortable when you're saying it's pure. No, It'll it teach is. you a bit about history too, Alan. Yeah, it actually is heavily based on on uh, the period of samurai upheaval in Japan. Like, there has the historical... There's the fictional figures... I actually very close to their historical counterparts. But I actually went and Googled them? stuff about them. When do they fuck? They don't, they don't. fuck. There's no fucking. I'm serious. Sure? No, like seriously, yes. there's no fucking at all. Zero percent. Not every, not every visual novel is a, a H game. There's not uh, even kissing. No kissing. No weirdness. <laughs> oh, there's there's some scenes get that get pretty close, Ginny. Yeah, but they're not kissing like explicitly. You know. No. They're just yeah. sucking dick. <laughs> There's no, there's no, look, listen, no one gets their dicks out, okay? At least not the, not the, not the ones that are romance. There's no, there's no dicking down in the samurai period. Just swords, and, just swords, just sword bros being patriotic, okay? There's no dicking down. No one's got time for dicking down, okay? It's all about saving Japan from itself. All right, well, I think that's think about it in the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Matt, give me a final pitch and then I'm going to cut this off. Um, yeah, Matt, no, you I, do I it. Just, you absolutely should play like Hakuhoki and some other great visual novels, Alan. Just like I should play some Metrovenias. Yeah, but okay. Metrovenias are actually good, though. What about if you play Hakuhoki, which has obviously no dicking down in it, Matt will play Hollow Knight. Eh? So have yeah, a that's, time a, that's a, a deal. mediocre time. You're going to have a great Hakuhoki is a solid five-star game. It's brilliant, Alan. It's absolutely brilliant. It's a really good visual novel. It's really well written. It's like reading a book, a good book. Yeah, it's actually really, really texty. Like lots of words, not lots of. Like I'm words. legitimately saying, it's a really, it's a really good historical fiction. Like if it was a book as such and sold on bookstores, people would be absolutely crazy about it. Mm. All right, well, play it, fine. If I'm you play it, if you play it, I'll play Hollow Knight. That's the deal. Okay, whatever. Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's. What was this? What's this game called? Does it have a soundtrack? It has good music. It has okay, music. Matt, I'm going to rely on you to send me a piece of music from this because I just don't know enough about it. Um, we're going to see you all next week. Thank you for being on the podcast, Matt and Ginny, and for making me very uncomfortable in the last 10 or so minutes. Nice. You're very welcome, Alan. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Just do it in my job. Yeah, it sounds about right. 